What up? Yo. What's good? This is episode 17 of the Terrible Reception Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I love episode 17. It has a 7 in it. That's a lucky number. Yes, it is. And we're closer to 20. Yes. <laughs> we're three episodes away from 20. I like that. You know, um, there's a game show in France. I know the people listening in audibly can't see me. But like there's this. Which means you should go to the YouTube. You should go to the YouTube. Subscribe. Yes. But there's like this. Um, I want to be politically correct. There's this little man that is in this game show in France. And he's always like pointing up how many keys the team won. It reminds me of me doing that into the camera. Oh. Yeah, it's called Fort Boyard. You see how rap has corrupted my mind? Oh, no. (laughs) We're a regular key. I'm just thinking drugs immediately. No, it's a game show where like people play on an old fort in France to uh, raise money for like charities. Mm -hmm. So they go through all these like different like crazy things where they have to dive off the side of the fort and like like swim for a key or they'll end up in like dungeon rooms where they have to fight people like it's really what's really dope show that sounds like a mix of like double dare and uh legends of the hidden temple yeah it's definitely exactly what that's it's exactly what it is it's a mixture of those two things oh man so i have a question for you before wait we, wait no wait, no no wait. I, have, I know i know we, we have our little our intro we have our man. intro but wh- whoever's listening right this this is gonna be cute bro <laughs> Right, check this out. Famous duos. When I say the first, you gotta, you gotta like, end it. So Tom, Jerry, perfect. Batman, Robin, Bert, Ernie, Jay, <laughs> and Kanye. <laughs> it's supposed to be parlay. I, fuck, fuck that up, I hate huh? you. I hate you. <laughs> All right. Anyway, welcome to what episode, uh, episode, <laughs> episode seven. 17 of the Terrible Reception Podcast. <laughs> ah, so frustrating. I am one of your hosts. I was about to say humble and gracious host <laughs> like I'm Joe Budden and shit. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Jay Suarez of Benetton Music slash Benetton Apparel slash One Eye Photography slash Terrible Reception. And apparently this is Ye from, <laughs> from Chi-Town. Why Ye? <laughs> Because you said famous duo. It's supposed to be Jay Parlay. No, has but apparently nice, it's Kanye. Has it's a the nice wrong ring. A. Has a nice ring to it. But uh, the I mean, gentleman in front wrong. of me is Parlay. Parlay of Benetton. Damn. Oh, man, that was great. I'm feeling a little, uh, I mean, maybe I should have kept this dress shirt for episode 20. You should have or shouldn't have? No, I should have. Because, you know, celebration. But, you know, we I got you. We came back from Brooklyn tonight. Yeah. So we were at a, a mingling event that we were supposed to perform at. But, um, commu- oh, let's chalk it up to communication issues, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So uh, a friend of ours who has been helping us quite a bit with networking and meeting people. Uh, and is actually one of the people that got us the, well, the person that got us to the people at the distribution company that we've been meeting with yeah um invited us to an event which he usually does and uh it's not like we he promised us it's not like we promised or confirmed with him Mm -hmm. that we were going to perform there 
but it was a really dope venue in brooklyn it was like a big hint like a big gesture like hey you guys want to perform yeah he like always is down for us to perform so he invites us out if we want to perform we'll fill out fill out the vibes if we're good we're good if not then we could just like mingle and stuff like that so it's either we perform or we link up with somebody very important so big shout out to arthur mandel and ricardo ralph lopez it's like a hair on here is this yours i don't know hair everywhere (laughs) we gotta take my new trap song (laughs) hair everywhere hair everywhere because that's the um somebody pointed out the other day the hd-ness (laughs) the resolution of the camera you can see everything on here so it's like now i'm like no, that's why I'm always just like, conscious eh, of like all eh. this stuff. Make sure I have no sweat. That's perfect. Um, why do you think TV? There's always makeup people and all that. There you go. Now people understand. <laughs> now they understand. <laughs> uh, so we didn't get to perform uh, because there are noise restrictions. Because it was at a rooftop in Brooklyn at this new hotel, really dope venue, very very nice spot, uh, mm-hmm. Williamsburg uh, Hotel, and uh. I'm guessing it's Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Yes. <laughs> and, From uh, the lobby to the elevator to the rooftop, they have this really to cool the bathroom. Yeah, like everything so superb. They even took um the concept, like you know, you should usually see water towers on these high rises in Brooklyn and stuff like that. So they made it into a bar, mm-hmm. and that was super super fresh. So yeah, so it was a cool spot. Um, unfortunately, the the stars did not align for us today. No, we cool. didn't get to perform, and we met somebody. But, that uh, it was supposed to be a networking opportunity. Yeah. And uh, so it was very awkward. It was like she turned around uh, once uh, Arthur introduced us. Mm-hmm. And she was like, hey, you guys are awesome. Literally turned around and went back to her friends. And <laughs> Jay like, and I looked at each other like. It was like the Kanye smile in human form. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> and then like, and then like, I guess like Arthur was trying to reiterate. He's like, yeah, these are my boys that. And then mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, you guys are amazing. Mm-hmm. And then she turned around. And I was like, what? That's so funny because it's like the first time she was like. So apparently this this person is involved with music somehow. I don't know if she's from a label or whatever. So Arthur introduced us to her. And I think he was just, he said just like that. Hey, these are my boys. And she comes up. Oh, I've heard just something like that. Yeah, right? I heard Along the lines like, I've heard your stuff. You guys are great. Yeah. And we're like, oh, thanks. And then yeah. she literally immediately turns around before I could even get anything out. And she goes back to her friends. I'm like, okay, that was awkward. It was so. it was like literally I felt like we were in a sitcom. Yeah. And then she turns around again. Arthur's like, yo, these are my boys. I'm guessing that he's told us about her. Yeah. yeah. He's told her, her about, about us. And uh, she turns around. She goes, ah, you guys are awesome that's great and, and then, then she like literally turns around yeah but like goes into like one of those like hardcore like like straight faces like yeah. she went from like that smiley so freaking weird i'm telling was, you like kanye smile when yeah, he it was laughs and then he immediately goes yeah i was like i was like nah this is weird well, yeah thank god and that, that was didn't have and that was like our cue to be like okay this isn't meant to be let's drive an hour home sorry to all the the friends <laughs> and the homies that came or wanted to show support so yeah man but we'll get them on the next one yeah um i guess uh we're already like 10 minutes in but make sure you like subscribe hit that bell notification we are officially on the new distribution company i guess we could say yeah distribution service and uh we are on apple podcast once again we are on spotify again so if you guys have subscribed and followed us on either of those platforms make sure you do so once again 
uh, because it's a brand new page. We re-uploaded all the episodes. <laughs> I'm just doing episodes. Oh, you know, we don't have a drop machine, so I'm trying to add them. Like, <laughs> doing my hype man. So, uh, all the episodes are re-uploaded. Um, so if you're on Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave a rating again, and make sure you leave a review once again. Uh, that way we look good in front of everybody else that doesn't know who the hell we are. Exactly. Um, what else? That's pretty much it. Yo, you know what really grinds my gears? Go. Like every time we have a show or something important our in on our end, like I don't know if anybody else goes through this. I bet you guys do. But like anytime we have something on our end where we have to be the celeb, like I always get a pimple on my nose. <laughs> and like it's always like I notice because we shoot on a camera so much and our nose presses up against the screen, it like collects all the grease. Mm. that like hits the screen and it's like between that and like you're like i guess your inner conscious is working on stress or like your anxiety about having everything Mm -hmm. as good as you can i think it's more that than anything yeah it's just so annoying like i don't know who else goes through that but isn't it like just weird like you could like have weeks on end you got a clear face and that one situation comes and it's like i thought i was gonna have one because i had one I felt like one was growing in because he had that like one feeling here. Oh my God. I hate uh, that. Like, thankfully, it didn't grow all the way in. I hate so. when you feel it in the morning mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, I got a fucking pimple. The whole day. You're yeah. Like, and then you got like, it, it's like, do you leave it? No. Because everybody's going to look at you wanting to pop it throughout mm-hmm. the day. And then, the, and then <laughs> if you do pop guy. it, like, um, I always tell my family, like, if anybody used to watch Mr. Rogers, like, do you remember what's her name? I think her I name. I don't remember anybody but Mr. Rogers. Hold on. I'm going to type this in because this is like one of those things where I'm like, you know how like I always visualize something like this is how I imagine myself when I have a pimple on my nose. Like it's like really, really annoying. Okay. Ready? No. (laughs) Bear with me as I find names because I'm horrible. Yeah. Keep going with the music. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. It's really extra pressure when you're trying to do something. Okay. Especially when there's dead air. Oh, yeah. On an auditory service. So, I feel when I have a pimple on my face, I look like Lady Elaine Fairchild from Mr. Rogers. Lady Elaine. Oh, I remember her. <laughs> so, I don't she know. She looks like she's been through it. Yeah, right? She looked like she'd been living in trash. <laughs> but, like, that's how I feel. Like, I'm like, damn. It's like you try to be a good person, but everybody's like, what's wrong with your face? <laughs> Lady Elaine. Well, anyway, that took a left somewhere. I know. That's how uh, it's, That's how you keep them, you know. <laughs> keep them guessing. I'm keeping true to myself because I'm a left, leftist mother. Leftist. Ever. I don't know which side is the one. Eh, I don't want to be a far right. That's for sure. Those are the, the crazies. I think both sides are freaking crazy. Shout out. Oh, I was um on Netflix, right? And I was watching the beginning of the first season of Pose from Pose FX. Mm-hmm. Big shout out to B Hawk on there. He's doing an incredible job. Even though mm-hmm. he's like in between. He's like, are we going to learn about this character? Because you see a lot of them. But uh, I think it's really cool. Like, I don't know if, um, you know, you want to get your Vogue on. That's a really cool show, though. I love to see uh, people and friends that we know of thriving in, you know, their successes and doing well and building a great future for themselves. So that's pretty cool. 
And I mean, he has a personality for it. He's a freaking character. Right. <laughs> so, guys, if you're on Netflix, please tune in to Pose FX. Mm -hmm. It has to do with the uh, 80s and ballroom dancing um, that the gay community started because a lot of oppression and things against the gay community during those times. So they made the best out of the situations. And then also uh, started with the HIV epidemic. So there's a lot of dark sides to it, but there's oh, a lot of... Shit. What? No, sorry to cut you off, but no, cool. I thought I deleted my notes for no, a that's second. No, cool. that's cool. I, I hate almost that. lost the whole show. That's when your heart drops. <laughs> what? But again, it's a really mm -hmm. cool show. Um, Definitely tune in. Um, I don't know if that's everybody's thing, but it does have a lot of sincerity in it. It shows a lot of love. It shows a lot mm -hmm. of um, support for you know people with dreams and stuff so it's a positive show word to big bird you're um i want to jump into this one topic real quick do i mentioned it to you briefly the other day so complex sneakers posted this uh thing the other day mm -hmm. um you know who zion williamson is who like, zion anything williamson. about sports or anything nah, i'm like so, it's not that i don't know anything about sports i'm not the way that you're heavily uh, devoted to sports is how I am with camera equipment. Like so, when I tell you, like, have you heard about blah 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 blah, and you're like, uh, so no. Zion Williamson is supposed to be the number one draft pick. Okay, he's like this phenom. He's like the next coming of LeBron James, apparently. Okay. So they posted something the other day saying that uh, Master P offered um, Zion Williamson. Okay. A Moneyati sneaker deal. Yeah. I'm guessing that's his his sneaker brand. A yachty? Mo money Addy. Money Addy. Like money A T T I sneaker deal. Okay. Just to wear it on the side, not in the game. I see that a and lot. He offered him twenty million dollars. So but, I mean that's the same thing that's been happening with Fear of God. Jerry mm -hmm. Lorenzo has been getting through his Nike deal. Um, he has the shoes that end up being the warm-up shoes mm -hmm. for a lot of teams yeah. because he, he is like, a, you know, uh, a black designer, black-owned mm -hmm. business. So, Well, I bring that up because who knew that Master P had $20 million just to throw at somebody? <laughs> no, but like, honestly, so when you have residual income, like somebody like himself. Uh, hold on. Okay. Let me get there. So... It came. It made me look up his net worth. Mm. What do you think Master P's net worth is? And I think I might have told you the other day. So let's see if you're paying attention. Master P almost for all those young people out there. Master P is a young. Well, he's not young now, but well, if he already took twenty million, he's got to be up there. But I would say Master P has a good. Just throwing a hundred and thirty million. Mm -mm. He's worth two hundred million dollars. I can see that because you know what you know what I based that off. You of? can't see that. No, Nobody but, can see that. Master P's been out of the game. For no, like no, it doesn't. Now. It doesn't. It doesn't even matter that he's been out of the game. One, I go off of two things. I'm saying who has the largest success now is Drake. Drake is around seventy million, and he's been going for ten years or so. Ten years or so, right? So if I kind of like tripled that or I kind of was headed in that direction, mm -hmm. plus I was going based off of like Tech 9s career where Tech 9 is not in the 
you know, he's a millionaire, mm-hmm. but he hasn't been in the, you know, the spotlight like that. He mm-hmm. came up once in a while, a couple documentaries I saw, like, with Logic. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you combine those two ideas, you can, like, kind of measure out where somebody might be sitting mm-hmm. based off, you know. My point is that I don't think anybody would have thought that he's worth $200 million. Well, you, you definitely, I mean, he doubled, you basically doubled the number that I came up with. So that's impressive. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely impressive. So Master P is out there doing big things. But Master things. P, he had a record label. Mm-hmm. He had a shoe. Which has been dead for how long? He probably, he copied, he probably also branded stuff that like ASAP Mob does. Like he, I don't know, like between like, I don't know. He could have been like, Every time somebody goes, uh, on a record, he could have, like, made that a copy. I don't know. I feel like could've. he has ways around, like, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He had Romeo, his son, which is also <laughs> act. Like, apparently he makes a lot of his money off of, like, other business ventures outside of music. And that's yeah. what I was going to bring up because uh, Jay-Z was, um, became the first uh, hip-hop billionaire. billionaire. So, um. Surpassing Diddy. And yeah. that's, like, Diddy's main yeah so that makes you think like what is music really worth these days um and us as as, us as musicians um that was like our first passion and obviously we branch out to different things like uh photography videography Mm -hmm. now the podcasting so you know we're kind of just dipping into everything and like i mentioned earlier it's kind of just like throwing shit at a wall and seeing which one sticks it's just true. being creative. Um, yeah, I think I think like the beauty of it is that we we can still be creative, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's kind of like uh, you still have like I don't know. You kind of have it's kind of like one of those old school stories where like music is her name is like Sarah, and you're like your name is Gerald, and like you were in love, and you're like Sarah. When I come back from the war. I'm coming back for you, darling. And she's like, I'll be right here, Gerald. And like, that's how I feel the relationship is with music where you keep promising somebody like, I'll be back for you. We'll be okay. (laughs) And like, everybody just goes into old age and fucking dies. Wow. It's so depressing. No, but I'm saying (laughs) (laughs) that's how it is for a lot of people. As much as they're in love with music, it's like, do the distance and like where the game is right now it's hard to really make a relationship out of it mm-hmm. and uh it's just disheartening that you can't stay in love and fall in love with what you love to the extent because even if you do and you do it well uh we see people have to do so much to stay afloat as an artist as a businessman as somebody successful period Mm-hmm. So even if your future, like I don't know, you might have see future doing other things, and I think like you know Drake, like all these artists that are on the Billboard charts, like mm-hmm. they still have to do so much. Yeah, well that that's that's because you know just because of the, the, the nature of how music is these days with the streaming and stuff like that, and how music is so available to you, mm-hmm. it's like you don't you can't even go. Well, I mean, I guess I guess you can, but we used to go back to the store and and buy CDs. Yeah. And if you're old enough, cassettes. Um well corporate is the number one runner in all this and corporate has always messed it up because they make accessibility great and money and all this, but it also made it messed up for the artists. The artists kind of did it to themselves as well. Why is that? Because artists uh, 
were always somebody that needed the upper hand. So we ended up going on SoundCloud where everybody else might have said, buy my mixtape. Some people are like, well, you can listen to my music for free. Take that. And then after that, it got so overly saturated that everybody followed the same gimmick. And now everybody's broke and nobody wants to pay a dime because everybody said, well, I don't care. I get to listen to my music, my favorite artist for free. Like, what else can you give me? So the I don't think that's the artist's fault. I think no, because the technology. artist was always put in a position where it's like even Kanye, you had to take the deal from the record label because you wanted to get on, you wanted to make a career out of your music, and you always have to give up something to get something. And in that situation, you're definitely not making money. The corporate is making money off of you. Um, this goes even deeper to trap music. Why is trap music so popular? Is because it influences the hood. The hood starts acting up police within the hood get to make money off of people acting up and it's a whole corporate thing like if you really want to go deep into it it's fucked up but it is what it is and so that's why you never hear something that positive on the radio because people love negativity yeah but the negativity (laughs) makes money obviously yeah so that brings me to the next segue i guess that was a perfect segue because you were about to get into some crazy how do i come up with perfect segues it's not like that's not even like how we plan it but (laughs) It's funny because remember, I don't know if it was the last episode, the episode before I told you that I had a conspiracy theory that popped into my head and I was mm. going to run it by you and see what you thought. And I forgot what it was. Damn. I remember what it was. Perfect. And I wrote it down. Good. Even Let me better. Sip my water. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, honestly, like, I was speaking to uh, Sean from down the block. Hey, Sean from down the block. And uh, he has this big conspiracy that, you know, just because slavery ended doesn't mean we are still not slaves, especially to corporate. It's just the plantation owner owns us in a different way now. That goes for even white people, Hispanic people, black people, Asian people. Okay. My conspiracy, and I'm going to make you jump on this one. Ready? Go on. With these controversies, with the abortion laws recently, mm. right? Yeah. I was thinking about it, right? Mm-hmm. So when you dive into it, who are the ones that are like gun ho about this? The Republicans. The Republicans. Yeah. When you picture a Republican, what do you picture? Dollar sign. Right. So mm-hmm. what do you picture mostly, like physically? Oh, physically? Mm-hmm. Um, usually in a suit. Mm-hmm. Usually has a very coiffed haircut. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually shaved face, mm-hmm. and you also most, have, the most important part. They usually have a belly. <laughs> no, no man. I'm kidding. What's the most important part? They're usually white. Yes. Okay. Old white guy, you picture right? Old white guy or middle aged white guy, right? Yeah, yeah. So my conspiracy theory is that these abortion laws are, are trying to be made and pushed through for systematic oppression. And the mm. cycle of systematic oppression. Gotcha. Well, yeah. So, listen 100%. to this, right? Abortion God, I love laws. what keto did to you. <laughs> <laughs> listen to this, right? See? Putting the pieces to the puzzle. Getting in my bag. All right. All right. Listen. Rock out. So, abortion laws mm-hmm. are made by these white, older, usually well-off white men, right? I hear you. So, they usually have no... They usually have access to, I would say... Prostitutes. <laughs> in the hood. They're impregnating. Contraceptives. <laughs> yes, I got Contraceptives, right. And, uh, I mean, anybody does, but they are expensive. Yeah. So my thing is basically, so these abortion laws, right? Um, 
So what they what these these laws don't take into consideration is first and foremost, why are you gonna like make a law about something like this? Mm-hmm. So what they're designed to do is to keep the cycle of the middle to lower class people mm-hmm. feeding off the government mm-hmm. because you figure somebody can't afford an abortion, right? Mm-hmm. What's going to happen? You're going to have to have the child. You're going to have to have the child. So you would have to go to a hospital of some kind, right? Mm-hmm. So you spend money at the hospital, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, put it up for adoption. Mm-hmm. And when you put it up for adoption, what does that do? Nine times out I wouldn't say, I don't have the full statistics, but I would say maybe half the time the child grows up with no, you know, biological parents or maybe one parent is missing Mm -hmm. and who knows better than me than what, what happens to a child when they fall into the system, the foster care system. It's more money for big pharma at the same Mm -hmm. time. Right. Because one, you have these kids that, I mean, this, this could go even deeper. Like, Mm -hmm. You know, um, when people, I mean, everybody's on the fence with this. Um, It goes both ways. You have to really dig deep to find the right and the wrongs about it. I'm not even 100% about it, but vaccines. Mm -hmm. It's also become a market in the U.S. where you don't know what you're getting in your body and from what, and you don't know other things it's creating. Mm -hmm. So some vaccines, yes, God bless medicine because vaccines depending on which type it is, save a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. There's no way we want malaria and stuff. We can all agree to that. But if you get a vaccine in you that nobody questions, and it's like, again, like I said, the guy who opens up the uh, the tire shop mm-hmm. and also throws nails in the row, mm-hmm. it's the same fucking concept because we live in a capitalistic society. And that's my whole abortion conspiracy theory. Exactly. So it's like you... Have these kids growing up in the foster care system, right? Mm-hmm. So these kids grow up in the foster care system. They would probably have some kind of challenges, mm-hmm. which um, and I've been <laughs> diving deep into my... Uh, conspiracy bag? <laughs> not my conspiracy That too, but my uh, my murder mystery bag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> podcast. So I'm seeing what, these, on what some of while. these kids turn into, man. It's crazy. So it's like, it's just like a, we could talk about this all day, but oh, we definitely can. it's just the tip of the iceberg where I'm saying, you know, I know people like are talking to like the radio right now. They're like, yo, 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 <laughs> it's either that or shut the fuck up. This yeah. conversation is boring, but that's basically my thing. It's like these abortion laws are created to keep the oppressed down mm-hmm. and keep the cycle going of people being oppressed and people, um, falling into the foster care system or falling into the system where uh they're growing up with one or no parents and uh they'll grow up into not 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 100 percent of the time but they'll grow up with some challenges which they'll land them in some kind of you know government funded system uh or uh the justice system don't you feel like america is on its own when it comes to laws and stuff like has its own add Mm-hmm. One week it's like gun laws. Oh my god, we got to change everything. Blah 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 blah. People are dying, and then next week it's like abortions. That's another. Let's con- keep changing your mind. That's and another thing like, that's popping into my head lately. Like I don't even watch the news anymore because it's no. like they want to push a particular narrative depending on where you get your news from. So it's like you ever notice when there's like uh, police brutality stuff is like a string of them one after the other, one after usually the for other. like a whole week, and then after that it's like a shooting every week. 
And then after that, it's like the abortion stuff. And then after that, but you know what? Th- the thing is with media, right? When you, this is another question I'm going to get to, right? When you think of media, what do you think of? Like, what is, what is like um symbol symbolic things you would think of when I tell you media? In what sense? Like, how would you get media? Like, what is something symbolic of like social media? Anything? Video? Okay. Audio? Okay. Where Where do you go to? Where do I go to for your for to watch your media? my phone there you go <laughs> 5g mm-hmm. it's another conspiracy 5g is supposed to be coming what's your body made of 70 percent water okay guess what <laughs> when you when you touch when you touch sometimes when you touch a doorknob what happens wait hold on no i'm getting to something. wait wait wait, hold on i fucked that up <laughs> not 75 it's, the it's, world uh, is made of 70 percent water <laughs> yeah you're made more but, i am the world <laughs> but think about it you know where i'm going no, all right so when you, you touch me, when sorry. you t- okay i fucked that up when you touch a doorknob, what happens? Sometimes it what? Shocks you. Okay. okay. What's that showing? Uh, you, can, you have some kind of electricity in you. Exactly. You can conduct electricity. I have static shock. Sa- satellites, right? A lot of these towers around us, they can control parts of our brain waves through electricity. Uh, we were talking about that. So we're day, talking yeah. about 5G, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's going on this 5G wave, and they're saying that there's going to be so much you know, activity that's going to start fucking with people if it already hasn't because this is the thing. On a very, next time you listen to a TV or TV's on in your house, you can tell it's on, right? The thing is, you know when you turn a TV on mute and you yeah, can... Yeah, Okay. When you t- turn a TV on mute and you can still hear... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That is controlled. So, like, people have to understand vibrations. Why people love music... Why is music the biggest driving force? Because it's literally off of vibrations, bass waves, all that electricity conducting. You can literally shape things out of music waves, and that's electricity and conducting a different form. So all in all, you're made up of electricity. You're made up of water. People can manipulate you as much as they can manipulate sound. They can manipulate everything else. Think about it think about it you're giving me those eyes but you're gonna come next week and be like i was thinking about what you're talking about you know i was watching this and i think i mentioned it to you i was watching this netflix show of like these strange uh illnesses mm-hmm. and there's this one lady that um i'm convinced that this lady had like anxiety through the roof right okay like levels of anxiety that i've never seen in a person before mm. right and she um, she says that her anxiety was bad because she lived in an area that had like cell phone towers. Okay. Right. And she was saying that the the waves are fucking up with her head, blah, blah, blah. And there's actually this place somewhere in the middle of nowhere, um, for lack of knowledge at the moment, <laughs> I'm going to say it's like in the middle of Utah somewhere, some cool. like small town where like everybody knows each other. And there's like 10 people there. Mm. Uh, apparently there's like a place that has like no cell phone towers whatsoever. Mm. And people move there. Gotcha. And this lady magically moves to this place and all of a sudden she's fine. There you go. So one is either she's fucking psychotic. <laughs> no. Number two, she could actually have this crazy anxiety in her or number three, these waves can actually be affecting people. It can be. I don't see why. Or not. people could be like more hypersensitive to it or whatever. But the thing is, we're still like. That lady was fucking nuts though. We're mammals. We're mammals. We still have a lot of senses. Uh, you know, if your feet touch the ground, 
like just literally barefoot to the ground, you're literally grounding yourself. Like because you usually like it's just that connection between all the other energy. We're made out of atoms, all this other thing. We can go on again days and days about it. But there is sensitivities to a lot of things and that we can't really even concentrate anymore. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of kids have ADD, video games and stuff like that. Or ADD is just a lack of, this is fucking boring. ADHD. Me, ADHD. Like, give me something else to uh, focus on. Like, you know, video games are interesting to them. They can focus on that all day. So if you put it in a different form, you know. Yeah. That hurts my brain. But anyway. It's a lot of I'm dimensions. So there goes my conspiracy theory. Hopefully you I guys like can, that. you know. Understand yeah, I mean, what I was saying because I, I I have difficulty putting things like that into no, no, words. No. But it was clear because it's it's just it's capitalism and yeah. it's all about the dollar. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I can talk about it all day, and we could talk about it. The peel the layers back. We could <laughs> all friggin' day. But uh, switching gears, who do you think has the dopest producer drop of all time? Mm. Which one that I really really like? I always like Jungle Beats. Jungle Beats, holla Jungle at me. Beats, holla at me. Uh-huh. How about I'll name you the other two that I have on here and you say their drops. Okay. Ready? Zombie. Zombie on the track. <laughs> Metro Boomin. Metro Boomin wants some more blank. <laughs> <laughs> Can't catch you or slipping. <laughs> if you're Metro <laughs> Boomin. <laughs> Uh, who else is that? I was trying to think of more people, but I can't think of any more. I know there's a lot out there. Take Keith. Who? Take Keith. Which is that one? Take Keith. <laughs> That's all he says. No, it says another part, but I can't see it either. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it says, Take Keith, fuck the. Oh. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh. Because okay. he wants us to get canceled real quick. Yeah, everybody wants us to get canceled. For your half of the show. Everybody's waiting to cancel you. <laughs> Soon it's just going to be a blank question mark in this chair. <laughs> What's uh, another one? Um, those are the big ones that I can remember. I mean, from 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 our era, we had just Blaze, just Blaze, kind of really just Blaze, just Blaze. Uh, that one always stuck. Um, and then there was uh, uh, Don uh, Polo the Don, Polo the Don. Like it was, he was just saying ah. his name, but like it was always very echoey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. Drops became more popular now, for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, name drops. Yeah. I think because the producers have become celebrities now. Yeah. You know? Because back in the day, back in the day, I would say maybe before the Timbaland days. I think Timbaland was happy because he said producers are becoming like the new celebrities and they're actually getting recognition like the artists. Right. So, I think that's maybe why. What's Murder Beats? Kind of branding. Branding, I guess? Murder Beats? What's Murder Beats? I don't know. Uh, Oh, the Justice League, too. Justice League, Justice League. Uh, what was the ones that we were talking about uh, that Young Berg is in? Oh, Heat Makers. Heat Makers. <laughs> yeah, Heat Makers is like... So. It's funny, though. Like, all of them are the same. They're like, yo, sh-. it's like the first girl that wants to, like, walk into your studio, probably smells like gym socks in there and, like, cigar weed and, like, potato chips that have been sitting there for, like, two Sick weeks. Weed. And that's, like, that one girl that enters that studio and he'd be like, yo, shorty. Can you can you drop make a drop for me? And then it'll be like the first girl that like 
can say something and be like heat makers and then it's like cool now you got to drop <laughs> like nobody really thinks about those i feel mm-hmm. that like yo can you say something that's cool they probably did you never and then know it's like all right fine you never know there was this one back in the day um there was this one girl that was on all the reggaeton tracks yeah and she was literally the only one like if you heard a female voice on a reggaeton track that was the same chick gotcha throughout all the tracks that's and now the females are breaking barriers and becoming the artists. The only one that that was back in the day was like Evie Queen, and she was just like. Do you remember when like the sped up, speech. sped up, like high pitched voice was a thing? Like if you heard her on a track, like it was like Dipset was always like that. That like like it was like always like something like that. She ain't got no money in the bank. Yeah, like all that stuff was like super popular. That was random. Yeah, no. Um. So that was like one of the topics that popped into my head recently that was just like that was pretty cool. Not but pretty um cool. the speaking of the heat makers, can we talk about this Jim Jones album, please? Spectacular. <laughs> Yo. Jim Jones, if you ever I, listen to this I podcast. I tip my hat to that guy, man. No, nah, Jim Jones brought it back. Like he 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 had a nice little mixture of Jay put me on to this because he was listening to the the project and he's like, yo. I was just so shocked at how great it was. Yeah. It was like it was like a late 90s meets now mm-hmm. type of vibe. And uh, he got a lot of great rappers on it. Yeah. The, the collaborations, like you said, were really uh, well put together. Yeah. It felt very New York. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. That was my main thing. It was like very New York. It's uh, production. Uh, just everything about it was just great. No promotion either. Like no promotion. And he needs to get promoted because that album is fire. That's the that's that goes to show how things get around and whether it's it's hot or not or popular or not. Mm -hmm. It like there's no fucking if you stick to it, and that brings me to the next topic. Once we're done with talking about this, Mm -hmm. it's like if you stick to the art, if you stick to the art form, Mm -hmm. it'll show in the end product, right? So what do you say about us then? We're sticking to the art form. <laughs> we do so many and different we're art happy forms. with all the yeah products, the end products that we put out, right? Yeah. So I wonder how people perceive it, though. Like, do people are like, "Yo, they're super dope editors or videographers or photographers," and they ah artists, or they're like, "Yo, they're super dope artists." I just don't feel their photography. You never know, like, how people feel. Depends how they stumble across you. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so it's like it's it's I don't know, man. It's just super dope, man. I loved it. Um, that was the first album since like, I would say J-Rock's album that I played all the way through mm. without skipping a song. I'd say the only other Maybe one Nipsey. that I would, Nipsey, I was able to play all the way through. Uh, I can't think of anybody else. I mean, I haven't really been listening to hip hop lately like that. But Honestly, if it was, people still don't give Chris Brown credit. I know that you weren't able to, like, yeah, he came out with like a 30 track album, but I was able to play a lot of those songs back to back. Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't. Just just seeing thirty is just like overwhelming. I'd rather listen to a thirty track Chris Brown but, album than a ten minute R. Kelly song. But it's because he's canceled, bro. <laughs> um, that new Drake and uh, Chris, Chris Brown. Brown is a banga. I think it's funny. Like all the rappers that we're fighting have been coming together on tracks. It's mostly Drake. Yeah, right. Everybody beefs with Drake. <laughs> what do you think of this DJ Khaled? That's exactly where I was going. Oh man. See, man, the Segway King. Segway King. That's so, how it made me hungry. It sounded like Subway King. 
<laughs> Segway. You're just going to eat a Segway. That's what we're doing. <sighs> um, so I was talking about the art form, right? Mm-hmm. And I posted this on Instagram the other day. It's like if you strive to, if you do music just to strive for money and accolades, your career will not last. Mm. And it will show in the end product. So like, do you feel DJ Khaled deserves his accolades? I was hot and cold with Khaled, right? Mm. When he first came out, I thought he was really annoying. Yeah. And then when his positivity brought me to him, I was like, oh, he's an interesting character. Yeah, that's true. And now he kind of really turned me off now. I know. It was like, very easily turned off. Like, I mm-hmm. saw this last post, and I've been I've been a very big Khaled, you know, I would say fan. I can't say supporter because I haven't gone out and bought his albums and his projects and stuff like that. I was a fan like you. I was feeling the positivity. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a little doofy. I kind of mm-hmm. like enjoyed all that. But to see that silently you should know you're doing very well, that mm-hmm. you're king. You've been on top for a long time. You're making stuff happen. Mm-hmm. But then you're petty just because somebody else is getting shine on your last project. Mm-hmm. To me, like the ego is through the roof. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Like I, I that's that's unhealthy. Yeah. Like that's that's the girl or like the celebrity kid that doesn't get seen anymore, and now mm-hmm. they're in a deep depression because nobody's giving them attention like that anymore. That reminds me of Aisha Curry. <laughs> <laughs> Aisha Curry and TJ Cali need to come talk to <laughs> need each to other. Need to go to a support group. Support group. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy because it's like you're Michael Jordan, right? Kobe mm-hmm. comes around or LeBron, mm-hmm. and they come out with their own shoe, and you start like bad mouthing everybody yeah. when it's like everybody just wanted to be like you mm-hmm. and they're not realizing that so what is that saying about him he's still insecure about it It doesn't matter Very. how many time you went like because we know people from jersey like they're big ass artists mm-hmm. and sometimes it's never good enough like you always mm-hmm. want more absolutely and it's kind of annoying because it's like you're gonna talk down on somebody that's been working hard for such a long time and just because he outsold you and from what i hear he put out a better project Mm. I mean, I've never really been into like Tyler the Creator like that. And I, this makes me want to listen to his music. Yeah, but numbers are numbers, right? So you can't deny um, a vibe either. Like, I mean, it's just different art too. Mm-hmm. Like, if Khaled Khaled should know he's putting out number ones for the radio, mm-hmm. he's got to know Tyler the Creator is like an underground king mm-hmm. to a lot of people. Like, you're not even in the same lane. Not even in the same. Lane. You guys are both number one in different shit. It just took it on the and like who is going to be to be so faithful in the charts? What the fuck is the charts? Most people again, DJ Khaled just paid to be mm -hmm. back on number one of the charts. So Mm -hmm. how? What are we really basing this off of? It just started. I think that he started this publicity. I think this is all like a publicity stunt. To be honest with you, yeah, publicity or not, like you know, that means all right, maybe the album sales were sucky to begin with. But that's what I'm saying. Now that the publicity stunt is out there and everybody was talking about it all week, now everybody's listening to this album. Yeah, because like if one day he's like, oh, thank you for the fans for putting me back in number one. And mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't know. It's just a whack. It's whack. It's a whack off. That's what it is. Yeah, man. Anyway, that brings me to another topic, right? So a friend of mine by the name of Roya, mm-hmm. who I, I was going to shout out later in the gallery, her one of her tweets went viral. Nice. Now tell me whether you agree or disagree with this. Okay. She tweeted at Fear of Roya. Mm-hmm. Khaled's album is like when someone has a trash ass outfit, mm. but every piece is designer. 
so they think it's fire. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> think about that. No, I definitely. It, and that shit, clear right? Day. Spot on. Because it's like you you have this full project. How many songs are on there? 16 yeah. or 20? Some shit like that. Yeah, like your t-shirt is Gucci. Yeah. Your sneakers so are Louis. So the Gucci is the Meek Mill and J Balvin collaboration. Yeah. And I was like, yo, that sounds crazy dope. You listen to the song, it's just like, yeah, damn. Yeah. And then Louis Belt is, was another collaboration that was dope on know. there. Travis and, uh, who was it? Post Malone? Yeah. I was excited for that. Let down. I can't lie though, the Nipsey Hustle and John Legend. That's the best it. song on there. Yeah. That one Actually, and the SZA track. You like the SZA track? I thought it was cool. I like the the first, uh, Holy Ground. Holy Ground just gave me a dope ass record vibe. I said, which was that one? Holy Ground, I think, is the intro track. <clears throat> uh, I kind of like the. I kind of want to hear a Cardi and Twenty One Savage album for some reason. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Holy Ground is with DJ Khaled and Buju Banton. Oh, so didn't he have Buju on the album like three times or something? Yeah, like that? but I feel that song. I feel yeah. like there was a lot of soul put into that song. Mm-hmm. And I said, if Rihanna's reggae album sounds anything close to this, it's going to smoke everybody out the water. Like, no, it's going to smoke anybody regardless. Whatever I feel like she puts out. Her buying her own house in Paris, which is a huge move. Like, people don't even realize that. First of all, congratulations to Rihanna because she bought her own house. Like, when you buy a house in Paris, like I'm talking next to Chanel, Louis Vuitton, like those legacies. Louis what? Louis Vuitton. <laughs> like Saint Laurent. No, when you're like when you, you sound French as hell, hell Yvonne. Yvonne, <laughs> my little croissant. <laughs> no, but like literally, when you buy your own house, like that's that's a statement. As much as Jay Z became the in first, France or just in particular in France. Okay, like where like. I think it's in France. No, so, I'm saying you're saying buying a house. No, like in general, or a house is like in... a like 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 where they make the clothes. It's not that's the name for it. It's a house. So where they design the clothes and where they produce the clothes, like like did you ever see like you know like the house of Chanel? Like that's literally like where they make the clothes. It's the headquarters. Mm-hmm. So like she has that for Fenty and it's no like ah. cheap thing. It's like mm-hmm. you need billi- like millions and millions of fucking <laughs> We got like all the bugs <laughs> right <that>. now. <laughs> so like, but literally like it's like, that's amazing. And then if she comes out with an album on top of that, like she's just, she's doing crazy things, like amazing things. On the low too. Yeah. Like she's not even... In the spotlight, I guess like she that. has a billionaire boyfriend, but that doesn't even have to do anything. Like she's still doing she it. She has her own thing. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Rihanna. 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 Mm. <laughs> Rihanna. Um, Rihanna. Hot ting, hot guy. But yeah, man, that's that's my take on. I, I listen to the Khaled literally one swoop through because usually when I listen to an album, uh, I listen to it straight through. Like I'll play a song listen for production go on to the next one go on to the next one people are saying future's album is very uh it's being very transparent and real on this one i am looking forward to seeing hearing something like that because i think he dropped the whole like 
lean and all he, that. They said like, so uh, I want to hear what he's. The preview has no glasses on. The huh? Like for his album, mm-hmm. like I think there's he has no glasses on or those. I don't even know he had eyes. <laughs> there you go. It's like Quavo. <laughs> I went like a whole year without seeing that guy's eyes. <laughs> I'm just interested because I mean something like that could say something else, you know. So it's interesting. It very is. Yo, that's so fucking crazy. Hmm. That's a perfect segue for another Again? topic. Yeah. God damn it. That's fucking nuts. I'm just glad I could do that then. Rebrands. What okay. do you think are really dope rebrands? Rebrands? Yeah, like uh you know what I wanna mean by that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like kinda like New Balance. Or <laughs> <laughs> New you... Balance always look like an old man shoe and I've seen <laughs> it on so many people and I'm like, You look like an old man, but now they rebranded it to look kinda i'm thinking more of along the artist's artist perspective yeah okay so i'll I'll give you my number one rebrand you tell me yes or no robert downey jr amazing the comeback they forgot Mm -hmm. they forgot so he went from like crackhead to iron man yeah (laughs) to defeating Thanos. he became literally america's hero (laughs) literally so that's like the number one rebrand i have america and mike tyson america's got adhd we just you know Mm mm-hmm Mike Tyson, Tyson is another no. one for me. No. Because he was like this killer back in the day, and now he's like this hilarious person that's doing Broadway shows, does stints in he's Las Vegas. He's a little softy to him. And he's a softy now, yeah. man. That's a crazy rebrand. I don't know if it was natural or whatever, but... I mean, you, you could, you know... Maybe he's embracing his... It's endearing. It, you mm-hmm. can admire it a little bit, but sometimes it's like, one, I'm like, I can trust that. Two, I'm like, nice gimmick, bro. So which one is his... Is it a gimmick or gimmick? I'm, Mike Tyson could still fuck you up. <laughs> Whatever it is, I ain't Whatever fucking it with is. it. You know, you you take too many chicken nuggets out of Mike Tyson's fucking Happy Meal, you done. Like, no, don't talk shit about pigeons in front of Mike Tyson. <laughs> like, listen, <laughs> don't talk about my pigeons like that. I like to feed my pigeons. <laughs> All right. So anyway, yeah. But so hit me with another rebrand. Uh, those are the only two who I have right now. Mm. Young Berg, I guess, a good is a good rebrand. But a lot of people don't know that he he's a good part of the heat makers now. Because now I think you make more money being a producer than an actual rapper. Where rebrands go wrong is like Shine and Mace. Mm. Past the Mace trying to make a comeback didn't doesn't, work. Doesn't help. Shine. Mm. Nope. Didn't work. Who else? Pastor Troy. <laughs> what? I don't know. I just threw him in I there. I always remember Pastor Troy from that video that he's like falling off the building. Yeah, yeah. That's a great song. <laughs> Dated Somebody ourselves again. Ooh. <laughs> she had Master P on the remix. Right? <laughs> you're like, oh. It's like, are you falling? Oh, another good rebrand. Yeah. Meek Mill. Yes. Oh, my God. Pre-prison, re-brand, post-prison. Rebrand of the year like that's mm-hmm. a rebrand when he came back with miguel and oh mm-hmm. my god i want to see the more prison artists. reform he must have he must have went on keto <laughs> blame everything on keto <laughs> i doubt prison has keto friendly meals you never know <laughs> yeah it definitely doesn't no it definitely doesn't it gives you like a slice of bread and like a milk Ugh. Ugh. and they mix it together <laughs> Eat that bitch. To make what it, what looks like gravy. Um, that's another good one. Uh, who else? I know there's a lot of them now. I'm like, I feel like I'm overwhelmed by the rebrands. Shit. So those are the big ones I have. Okay. 
I'm just trying to think of like any rebrands that didn't work. Meek Mill. Uh, Wiz Khalifa, a good rebrand. Wiz Khalifa went from kind of scrawny. He like he went into fighting. Mm-hmm. He's got the dad image. The dad image, yeah. Uh, he's becoming like big brother to other rappers. Okay, I can see that. I don't know. Like there's a little bit it. of a rebrand with Wiz. I don't know it. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. How about... What about Pharrell? He was like the biggest rebrand because to me, he's like, okay, I can't have all these tattoos. Let me regrow my skin in a science lab. And like he literally got mad tattoos mm-hmm. removed. He was very mm-hmm. like, I'm going to do dance music mm-hmm. now. I think he's more of a person that's like been consistent throughout the years that he didn't even notice. I think Kanye has been trying to rebrand for the past like four yeah, years. Kanye's just, I don't know what the hell's going on with <laughs> him. He's just like his head is all over the place. He's always really gonna, dope interview. Though, he's always like, going to be a brother like you care about, but you're like, damn, you mad crackheaded right now. That's that crackhead uncle that everybody has in their family. <sighs> so it's like, damn, I know I'm supposed to care about you, but damn. shit. But yeah, his his isn't working. Mm-hmm. None of what he's doing is working. I think because he, I think he's trying to do the whole like, and I really hope he's doing this in the right way. But um, I I mean, I hope his heart is in the right place. Mm-hmm. Where he's like trying to buy a church now because he's doing all these Sunday services and all this stuff. So I mean, that has a good vibe to it. His daughter's dancing at it, mm-hmm. which is dope. People that's are saying, saying it's I a hope. cult. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, the church you go to and is in some way a form of cult too. Everything's mm-hmm. a cult. Mm-hmm. Like if you believe in something that much amongst other people, you're part of a cult. Mm-hmm. They just replaced it, or they didn't even replace it. Mm-hmm. You have other words: religion, mm-hmm. gang. You you could be you know spiritual gang, mm-hmm. gang gang. You're like yo, are you coming to spiritual we'll set, gang Sunday? What we'll set you repping, cuz? Yeah, what we'll set you free, cuz? <laughs> uh, uh, that's why I'm saying I hope his heart is in the right place and he's not just doing this because. No, no, I think uh, honestly that's something. Mm-hmm. When you see it, you feel it. I think that's the intuition we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. Just go with that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people can trick you into stuff, yeah. but like I fucked with it. Yeah. I could smell BS from a mile away. Yeah, but I, I feel like I he's happy in that vibe and he has a lot of good people. I, it's church people too. I mm-hmm. feel like why would church people, you know, want to put a bad name to themselves? They represent other churches. True. Like that's not just one church you create. Like it's probably a lot of people who have talent like Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Beyonce went to like a whole bunch of different colleges and she got steppers and band members from like, she got the best of the best from each college in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he probably did the same thing when it came to like gospel and mm-hmm. people that. He play. went to all the churches and picked like the best choir singer. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> coming with me. Oh, here's my pianist. Yep. Get out of here. That's it. <laughs> when you're a big artist like that, you can only have the cream of the crop. You need the ghee yeah. butter of musicians. <laughs> the ghee butter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, he did a really dope interview with uh, David Letterman, though. Did you yeah. see it? I love how he... he uh, Restyled David, or he just styled David Letterman in that was Easy Gear. Yeah, and he looked really nice in it. Yeah, he looked like a Gordon's fisherman. I like. <laughs> he looked like a cool grandpa. He did. I liked Kanye in that element because he looked happy. Mm-hmm. You know, David Letterman is one of the white guys, or a white man I could respect in the sense that you know he's white. He kind of like he has white. He embraces his whiteness. Yeah, it's kind of like he has his own little swag, but he's not demeaning. To, he doesn't think he's, I don't think he thinks he's better than other people, and he's open 
like he's just an open spirit where i feel Mm -hmm. like whoever he connects with he's still himself Mm -hmm. but he's also open to like getting down Mm -hmm. or like whatever he asks all the tough questions that's what i like about him he does he does I think he just has, like, you just, re- again, it's a vibe thing. You either respect the person or you don't, mm-hmm. so. And I think that's why he's willing or, I'm sure they talk about this in pre-production, but, like, I think that's why he's he's okay with asking these questions, because I'm sure they respect him so much that they're like, oh, it's David. David Letterman, he's even the David, drop David. for Funk Flex. Like, <laughs> he's big in the hip-hop <laughs> community. Funk Flex, no. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I didn't know that until you told me recently. It was a couple of years ago that you told me about that. I didn't know that until like I got familiar with David. Like I kind of, you always saw him in on, on late night as a kid. Mm-hmm. But then I was just like, I didn't put one and two together. Too late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't really put one and two together. Where it's like, oh, that's his vocal. Like I get it. You can, unless you really listen to it, you can't really tell it's him because they kind of like because yeah. you sound different screw, when kinda. you're like yeah you're you sound a little different when you're younger too, mm-hmm. which I think he was Mo- way younger. Flex now. Did he say Funkmaster Flex or something? I think so. How they chopped that up? No, I think he said Funkmaster Flex, but like you know how Flex brings it back like ten times. Ugh. That's that's why you hear him. He's like Funkmaster Flex, Funkmaster Flex night. <laughs> Funkmaster Flex, anyway. but it's crazy. Like he's one of the first. I don't know. I wouldn't say memes, but he's one of the first audio chops or something. Like, mm. how would you say that? Like he's. You're distracting me where your taco meat. Oh what is this? Whoa! Tony Montana shit going on right now. <laughs> Listen. Oh my god. It's okay. I wonder how long it's been like that. <laughs> I just saw it right but now. That's when the, you lean back, it's just honestly, like <laughs> that's the only way you can wear Saint Laurent shirts. It's gotta look like you oh, unbuttoned your shirt. Subtle flex. You gotta my Saint Laurent, Laurent shirt. <laughs> you gotta look like you're like, wow, is it hot in here? Because I just did too much cocaine. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's, that's oh, it's what so hot in here. Let me unbutton like this shirt. Summer flex. <laughs> Perfect timing. It sounds hey. like. I don't so. know. The, the uh, iPhone ringer sounds like a really cute microwave just finished heating your meal. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's like if your phone was a microwave, it's like the door would open and be like, and you have this little cupcake. Like, isn't that cute? <laughs> it's not cute at all. Not for me, because that's the sound that wakes me up in the morning. And Sorry. I friggin hate that thing. It's like gives me like PTSD, I think. Then you got to change it. Why don't you switch it up? I switch it up sometimes. On Saturday, like I actually hate this. I got to be Bruce <laughs> Lee with the <laughs> I was Tony Montana, Mr. Miyagi over here. Listen, I got to catch you. <laughs> Fucking fly. Uh, what was I saying? Was that a good Tony Montana? No, I don't know. That was actually not bad. That was not bad? It was okay. Okay, I tried. All right. <laughs> it's not every day that you pull out your Tony Montana impersonation. Listen. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. It's okay. You were about to say something, right? Yeah. Okay, say that. I forgot. You forgot. I forgot what oh, I was going to say. I feel yeah. like an asshole. Yeah. Sorry. Don't. My, my, my memory sucks. I wanted to give somebody a shout oh, out. We were talking about the. Oh, so now you're going to remember. Wait, wait, wait. Right, wait, wait let me get it out. So I hate ringtones because that's what usually wakes me up in the morning, right? Yes. On Saturdays, I need to wake up really early. So I put this really annoying. Not that it was annoying, but now it is. Uh-huh. I put this one song that is very alarm sounding mm. it's uh by rihanna it was okay. on rihanna's album featuring eminem mm. and i'll play it right now so you can see how annoying it would be to wake up at seven o'clock in can the morning can you do me a favor for the next week right for the next week 
I want you to wake up to either one or two songs. <laughs> and I want you to wake up to the song for a week. And no matter who asks you, why is that your alarm? You just say, because I like it. I want you to <laughs> wake up to the Whisper song by Yang Yang Twins. <laughs> That'll never wake me up. Or David Banner. <laughs> Go on, girl. <laughs> Which one? No, you got to make, uh, not the David Banner joint. Um, The booty rocking everywhere. Booty, booty, booty. Oh, that's a good ringtone, actually. You should wake up to that for a week. And I want to see how you feel. Oh, shit. Like, just make it happen and then tell us on the next podcast. I think podcast. that one will make me feel really nice. I rock out. I'm rocking out. Let's do but it. This, this is the song that wakes me up every Saturday morning. You can, you're going to tell why. It's annoying. The sound. Oh, wow. This is what wakes me up every Saturday I morning. I love this track, though. Such a dope song. Now I hate it. Uh, why would you do that to yourself? Because it sounds like an alarm. It does. Right? It's a good alarm. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'd wake up every day like. <laughs> okay. No, it's dope. And if it gets to where her vocals come in, uh, I've waited too long. Okay. But sometimes it gets that far because I don't wake up until then. Which is funny because last Saturday, right? Mm -hmm. I had a dream and Rihanna was in my dream. Mm. And then she started performing this song. <laughs> and then I wake up and the fucking song is playing. Damn. That'd be horrible, like, you're having this intimate moment with Rihanna. Mm -hmm. You're, like, all inside of her. And then she looks at you, and she's like, And then you wake up, and then, like, your nephew slaps you in the face. And you're like, you know what? Speaking of nephew, a lot of shit happens Saturday. So I wake up to this, right? And I shut it off. So I kind of, like, put it on snooze. So I kind of, like, start dozing off. And usually I lock my door okay. because of this particular reason. But this reason, I, I, this night I forgot to lock my door. And this kid <laughs> bursts into my room, butt as naked. <laughs> I always imagine the door, like, you know, in cartoons where it opens up like whoosh, literally. But he's standing straight like you see a yeah. silhouette. He opens it and kind of just dozes in or strolls in. And when he comes into my room, the first thing he does is looks on top of the dresser for chocolate. Because oh I always had like chocolate there. So he's always like. Mine's just probably mm -hmm, two in the morning. Mm -hmm. Seven o'clock in the morning. Butt ass into my room. Butt ass naked with his like clothes in his hand. Wow. He peed in his, his clothes Aww. and he brings it upstairs. I'm like, dude, you know where that shit goes? Bring that shit downstairs. So he drops the. Like I'm watching him doing all this, right? Okay. I'm in my bed, like literally <laughs> following him into my room, passes the dresser, and he's like, repeating shit in his head that he sees on youtube so he's yeah, singing yeah. one of those like kid songs yeah and he's like walking by doo, 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 basically like that doo, 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 doo. and i'm like watching him he plops his clothes on the floor and literally walks up to the bed he's like mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. jumps into bed throws the covers over himself and goes oh. i'm like if you don't get your little pissy ass off my bed <laughs> That's why that's why life made children cute. Yeah. If it, if <laughs> that's gonna sound really bad. If, if you third. were an ugly kid, I'd be like, get your ugly ass out of here. <laughs> Yo, the worst part is if he's like still eighteen and <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Okay, looking for kid. chocolate. All right, kid. Why'd you pee yourself? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but uh Speaking yeah, of people 
that are usually naked pee themselves and wake <laughs> up really, really early. I want to give a shout out to Feldhammer. Oh, damn. That was a great segue, actually. Damn, so, now everybody gets to think that he pees himself. Well, Feldhammer, you know, he likes to drink himself silly sometimes. Mm-hmm. He doesn't drink anymore. I know. Congratulations. No, he <laughs> drinks. So you're going to show people? Yes. Anyway, bear with me. I'm going to go off camera. But Feldhammer made me these dope, 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 dope exclusives that I want to show. He's almost like artist of the week. Like, is this your gallery artist? Might be my gallery. <laughs> so while he gets that, I'll give you a little information. Feldhammer is a friend of ours that we've known for quite some time. And uh, he is quite a character. And he customizes like weird shit for his friends. Yeah, like Feldhammer mm. takes pictures of himself. And he'll mount it onto the most random precarious positions. Oh, he got them shoes. So I got the Feldhammer exclusives for the summer. These are the slip-ons, if you guys can see. And that's a picture you took of him. Yes, and this is a one-eye photography picture of I took a Feldy in his little teddy outfit. This is a one-piece, by the way, and he's wearing it with running sneakers. We call him Teddy Penderass. Teddy Penderass himself made these for me and i think he's going places with this concept to be honest this is gonna be like a like a runway fashion exclusive where it's like if you didn't cop the 2019 feldies feldies like fuck the yeezys right fuck the yeezys these are exclusive these are art pieces okay so i want to give a big 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 shout out to the naked chef himself feldhammer don buddha don buddha Follow him on Instagram. And uh, yeah, I thought these were hilarious. I couldn't stop laughing when I received them. And on top of it, look at these colors. Look at that. He got to choose the color in the back. It matches the sky. And look, it's a dope fade into the shoe. Like, uh-huh. Have you worn them yet? No, the, the crispy. I can. Uh, fat Yo, Joe. Fat you know Joe. Um, so that's crazy. That so gross. That's so gross. Somebody licked them right before they put it in the box. Somebody wiped their ass with this <laughs> sneaker and I'm just licking it. Like, that's fucking dope. But I yeah. thought he gave you the slippers because he made slippers. Uh, no, he. <clears throat> I he, think that same photo. He gave me some. Uh, he gave me some. No, it's a photo we took actually inside. We have so many ideas. Like we were, you know how we were talking about Raul in our last podcast. Mm-hmm. Feldhammer wants to sneak a towel of him naked. That I took of him with this pineapple in front of his mm-hmm. junk. And we want to make this throw. And just like Raul's going to invite me to his house for his birthday. And we're Uh just going to put this throw where it's going to be like, what the fuck is this? But you have a number one exclusive Mm -hmm. from Feldhammer. And this is how his name and his brand Mm -hmm. is just going to expand. He he made a pillow of himself. Mm -hmm. I think it was in a Speedo. Wow. Laying down like Deadpool. (laughs) Kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole little swag. And he leaves it in places. Fellhammer looks like a mixture of Chevy Chase, Ron Jeremy, and um, a snowman. <laughs> <laughs> Did a really good job cutting his hair, by the way. Oh, thank you. He right? Looks, he looks good. I told you, man. Yeah. I was like, Feldy. He's like, he's like, I trust you. <laughs> cut my hair. And I was like, <laughs> That's fine. He just walks in. I trust you. Yeah. Cut my hair. I was like, thanks. Right I was now. like, honestly, I would, I would, it'd be honored to give you a haircut. And I gave him a fade and I gave him a shape up on his beard. You look good. Yeah. I saw him, I think the following day mm-hmm. or that same day, 
He felt good about day. himself. I could tell. Mm-hmm. I was like, "You're he styling." Did. He looked good. Yeah, looked really good. He's got to come back to me. Oh, okay. I don't know why I was thinking something else about that. <laughs> <laughs> My mind is—I don't know where it is. Somebody today. help Jay. <laughs> Somebody help me. Um, I guess we can just jump into the gallery. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Do you have anybody else you want to shout out? Uh, yeah. You know what? I want to give. You were gonna sh- give a shout out last week, and you didn't because you were gonna do it today. Yes, it's true. I want to give a shout out. Let me try. Know exactly who you're gonna shout out. Who? Say. It. Starts with an A. No. Okay. Never mind. I was wrong. <laughs> it's okay to be wrong, guys. But first, I want to <laughs> give a shout out to my girlfriend. Oh. I want to give a shout out to my girlfriend mm-hmm. because, as much. As you half-heartedly recognize yourself sometimes. Give you, me, madame. Give me a hell yeah. You, madame, <laughs> have a nice, very nice future ahead of you. I thought you going to say something else. No. <laughs> and I just, you know, I think that um, even though she hasn't been on the scene, you know, particularly constantly, she's dealt with her qualms in this in- industry. Um, she's a great model. And everybody recognizes it and says it. And even behind closed doors, you know, people don't have to say things in particular. But I think you're a great model. I think you uh, encapsulate the essence of what the photographer is usually looking for. I want you to keep striving. Uh Yeah. And, you know, just, you know, find your way. You have the support here. You got me and Jay. You got one eye photography to hold you down. I'm waiting. But uh, yeah, like every time you do something, you know, uh, I feel like, you know, your fans, your friends, your supporters, they applaud. And I hope you get a lot more work. Just try to get over this particular dry spell. You know, it's just in life in general. But um, you definitely have a lot of potential to go far. And I see a lot of people that we know, you know, they're getting their own billboards in Sephora. They're getting their own billboards at Forever 21. You know, just like yeah. magazines. You can do it. You got this. You got this. You got this. So, yeah, that's got Galley Artist. Look up Dominique Moselle Basquiat on um, Instagram. Follow her. Follow like her. her. Slide into her DMs. <laughs> yep. Do whatever. <laughs> do whatever. <laughs> Anybody else? Um. Yeah. I wanted to also give a big, 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 big shout out to, um, wow, slipped my mind. I, 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 I don't know if I named this person before, if I'm doing a double or not, but, um, I'll tell you yes or no. Hold on one second. The train, the evil, evil train. Mm-hmm. We good? It's been good. You can go. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> so uh, another person uh, is Rianti. Rianti Carwright. Um, she is the wife to one of my good friends, Casanova Alfonso. And he, she is Jigsaw. also... Jigsaw. What? <laughs> From the last episode. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she is a very, very, very hardworking woman in her industry she is an actress uh very large actress in indonesia and 
what I admire about Rianti is she's very graceful, very well put together as a woman. Mm-hmm. And she has multiple businesses. She has Ladies That Bake, which is basically... <laughs> I thought she actually had Ladies That Bake. I'm oh, like, no. Okay, it's called ladies, it's ladies That Bake, and they make like cherry crumbles, very English style. And that's like their mm. main thing. Mm. And they sell those. She has her own spas. She has, again, a multitude of businesses. Plus, she's an actress. Plus, she holds her hubby down. <laughs> hubby holds her down. They have a restaurant together. They... And she's a sweetheart. And she's a sweetheart. So, like, at the same time, like, for anybody, whether you, you look up to Cass or Rianti or together, like, they're just somebody, a couple, she's a person to look up to, Um, you know, nothing but blessings their way. And it's all blessings, all blessings. that's it. Like, I, I just think <laughs> they're great figures within their community. So you're shouting both of them out right now? No, no, I just, I mean, some people see them as a power couple. I'm just shouting out Rianti. I'm just thinking that. Cask has no love. Cask can get love. Actually, but I think you've given him love before. I've given Cass love, but like, hey. it's, uh, it's just something where, you know, I see like certain women in the community, like even where we're from in Montclair, like, um, there was Sherry who owns Spice too. She owns multiple businesses and she like never took a break brook for herself. Like, you know, she's, she's. She's an age where she can easily like retire, but she keeps going. And I love to see the passion mm-hmm. from like women that sincerely love what they're doing, that are good women, that are strong, that are respectable. And not everybody can be that. So if you are that, hats off to you. Um, and that you're talented in your own. You don't need anybody else in the sense, male or female, to be recognized. Congratulations. Very nice. Yeah. That was nicely done. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Tony, you done? <laughs> Lesson. <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Uh Is no. It? I think I think I'll stop there. I'm I'm just giving it out to the ladies today. For the ladies. For the ladies. Alright, I got a couple that I want to not an actual couple, but I have a few people that I want to shout out. Uh, I mentioned Royal earlier today. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, earlier in this episode, okay. she was the one that uh, took shots at Khaled. Uh, her and her friends started up a podcast okay. by the name of Contradictions and Addictions. Mm. Now, I'm going to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. I was a little skeptical about it, okay. but I always, you know, check it out. What, what made I you say, skeptical? I say that I was skeptical because... It's like five people. Mm. It sounds. It was like I only know one of them. Sounds overwhelming. You know what I mean? It's, it, I thought it would be overwhelming, but they they've done a pretty good job considering that they're only four episodes in. Okay, they've been doing a pretty good job of like uh, distributing the time, mm-hmm. and they don't talk over each other, and it's not overwhelming. Gotcha. So, and then they all have very distinct voices. I mean, I don't, I can't figure them out quite yet and that's gotcha. why i would probably recommend them to do like video that way we can get familiar with the faces and the voices gotcha. um but they um it's uh you know i'll just read their the little layout it's a lifestyle podcast sneakers music and the culture joined hosts bruno janelle lo and roya one two three there's actually four mm. okay so there's four guys four people um the only one i can tell is bruno because he's the only male on there but 
Shout out to Bruno. <laughs> Bruno. Uh, every Why week. Say it like that? <laughs> I Bruno. I feel like that's the only way you could say that name. Uh, every week for <laughs> updates about sneaker releases, get inside info on exclusive events and discussions about what's happening in the culture. Mm. Just some kids who like sneakers and have a ton of opinions. Nice. And that, my friend, is contradictions and addictions. Dope. So shout out to Roya, super dope person. Super dope. She has no chill whatsoever, especially on Twitter. So if you want to give her a follow, fear of Roya. Let's do it. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> Tyler, so the creator, actually um, liked her tweet, and that's why it uh, went viral. Oh, that's <laughs> the one that I saw posted. Yeah, it was everywhere. Wow. Yeah. So the other one is actually her significant other is part of. And you met them once, remember? Yes, I did. Uh, we hung out in New York a long time ago. Very nice um, peeps. Very nice peeps. Um. And this is the uh, male version of her. <laughs> he has no chill as well. Uh, his podcast actually has five guys. Okay. And this is the one that I thought was going to be a little overwhelming. <clears throat> Mainly because, again, it's five guys. I don't know all of them. I kind of know James. And, um, you know, it's kind of like listening into it. They're, doing, they're also doing a pretty good job um, as far as... Um, you know, the personalities um, radiating off the, I guess, earphones or the speakers mm-hmm. um, with their opinions. And um, you can tell their, their chemistry is on point. Mm. And one thing I hear a lot about us is um, a lot of people can tell that our chemistry <clears throat> took years to develop. Um, and I don't know how long they've been together, but uh, you could tell that they're really good friends. Okay. And um, that's one thing I admire about podcasts is when the hosts or the people on the show uh, bounce off each other very nicely. Gotcha. And I think they've been doing a pretty good job of doing that so far. So this podcast is named The Miseducated Podcast. Mm. It's five guys five from five different cities with five different perspectives. Lauren Hill would be proud. <laughs> I think they mentioned Lauren. Huh? Anyway, <laughs> uh, what was it? Five guys, five cities, five different perspectives. We may teach you something new or we may miseducate you. Mm. Tune in and find out. The Miseducated Podcast. Shout out to them. Um, so those are the two podcasts I've been listening to uh, on top of my Murder my Podcast. Murder Mysteries. <laughs> And uh, I think that's it for now. Um, should I save these for next time? I think two and two is nice. Right? Sweet. The one I'll do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be serious to, on that I was one. trying to think of something smart to say, but I can't think of anything. <laughs> but uh, let me see where we're at. Any movies that you're looking forward to or that are up and coming? Um, not really. No, I've been kind of falling off the the movie game lately. I don't know why. I think it's because we've been so busy. Yeah. Um, I have been watching this uh, Netflix show called Easy, mm. which is pretty dope. Um, it's kind of like one of those series. The only thing I don't like about this series is that, uh, um, well, first of all, the the whole concept of the the series is, um. I watched the se- first season a couple years ago. Okay. And I completely forgot about it. And then when I jumped back on it and I saw it on my recommendations, it's already on season three. Oh, wow. So I restarted season, <clears throat> excuse me, season one mm-hmm. and then just finished up season two. And it's a pretty easy watch. It's like eight, nine episodes. They're about 25 to 30 minutes each. Oh. And it emphasizes a lot on uh, sexuality. Um, 
it's uh sexuality feminism uh you know just making it doing whatever it is that you love doing mm. uh, for example they have one person that they follow is uh he's an uber driver trying to be a comedian mm. like a big comedian so um one good thing i really love about this is how all the characters cross paths okay so in particular like um the uber driver was driving one of the other characters around mm. and obviously you're the only one that knows that, hey i know who this character is gotcha. type of thing. so um and then they later on meet at one of his shows and it's pretty dope i love how they uh been telling the story the only thing i do not like about the show this is just me being nitpicky is mm. that uh um they don't spend a lot of time on each character gotcha. which is i guess good and bad so let's say you'll meet a character in episode one. You won't see that character again until like episode seven or eight. Yeah. So it's like you kind of forget with my shitty memory. You kind of forget what was going on with their story a mm. little bit. So it's like one story in particular I saw in season one. They saw like a lesbian couple in season one, maybe once or twice. And then in season two, you don't see them until like episode four or five. Yeah. So it's like, oh, what was their story again? Gotcha. But then you see one of the characters in one of the stories of they the get other you interested but then it falls off and this and that yeah and then you kind of have to like rewire your brain and trying to figure it out but what i like that they do is that they'll bring in one of the characters in one of the other stories mm. it it sounds complicated but if you watch it you'll you'll see what i'm saying i get but it i get it too it's a pretty dope show i like it a lot um i'm on season three now um and uh what else honestly uh, i can't wait till our show on netflix drops. <laughs> i don't <laughs> know what it is dope shit but we're we're gonna make something crazy. I'm sure we will. Uh let me see. And that's pretty much the only thing I've been watching lately. Watched a couple movies that didn't really do anything for me. Mm. Watched one called uh Always Be My Maybe, something like that. It's yes. like that Asian couple. Uh it was too predictable, kinda gotcha. cheesy. And it's I like, mean the mm. name and everything made it seem like that. Yeah. I would but I don't The know. only thing I loved about the movie, which was the best part of the movie, is Keanu Reeves. <laughs> He makes a funny-ass cameo. Keanu Reeves. I was watching an interview with Keanu Reeves, and he's like... Would you oh. say he's a rebrand? No. He made a nice comeback. The Keanu yeah. Reeves rebrand? No? Yeah. Has he always been like that? Yeah. Yeah. Keanu Reeves is Keanu Reeves. Always been a... He's the man. Spiritual, positive. <laughs> he's so fucking dope. He's chill. He's, he's like, some fly shit. Did you hear what he said about death? No. Oh, let me look that up. Just like, damn, bro. Like, why would you do that? Once you, like, find out what he is, too, like, it just makes sense between his name and his look. <coughs> Isn't he, like, Lebanese or something? No, I there? think he's uh, Hawaiian and Irish. I think he has some other shit. That's where they got the name Keanu. I think Keanu was, like... Oh, no, I'm thinking about... <laughs> Never mind. I'm thinking about John Travolta. Think about John Wick. Uh, <laughs> John Wick, the character, was, like, from yeah Lebanon or something, something. like that. Uh... <clears throat> Here we go. So they ask him. This is Keanu Reeves on yeah. Steve wow. Colbert show. And they ask him. Hopefully, we don't get flagged. Okay. Like, what do you say to that? It is what it is. 
do you think he came up with that answer on the spot or he's known that answer for like like he was waiting for somebody to ask him that question forever no it, it seems sincere <laughs> it was like on the spot i just want to uh, be the next keanu reeves yo keanu reeves is the shit like he was like john wick movies are on point uh he continues to be neo outside of the matrix yeah he's in the new toy story movie he uh made did that you funny see cameo. his the saint laurent ad thing? no but he's so saint laurent is crazy it's so crazy <clears throat> speaking of <laughs> saint laurent so flex with your little tony montana shirt let me bring the jeans into the camera <laughs> you're gonna knee yourself in the face bro <laughs> Hold on. so check this out right so we're gonna go on a keanu rant kind of like no, we did with no, idris no. I just I just wanted to show any you any thick print what? photos of Keanu Reeves? Yeah. No. Damn. Okay. But look how badass this Saint Laurent. Yeah. Yeah. Give me. Give me that. Look at this guy. Hopefully you can see that in the camera. Look at this freaking guy. He's amazing. Like how can you hate this guy? I can't. And I've seen videos of him, like, on the subway, like, giving up his seat to, like, older ladies. And, like, he's just, like, the perfect person. He just, I want to hang out with him. He just gets cooler and cooler. Yeah. He's doing a Bill and Ted movie. Yeah. Another one. Nice. I want to rewatch the other two. But, okay. I guess we're a whole lot of things to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so, that was episode 17 of the Terrible Reception Podcast. Thank you, everybody, for showing up. Boom. Showing out. Telling everybody about us. You guys looking real good. And if you haven't already, please tell your friends about us. Subscribe. Subscribe. Like. Like. Rate. Comment. Leave a review. Feel yourself. Feel yourself. (laughs) On all platforms. We are on YouTube. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to do all of that, please, 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 because it is very important that we get your support and it's very important that you pass on this support to another person that may or may not like what we bring to the table. But more than likely, they will love our stupidity. Yes. Yes. Or insight, depending how you look at it. Yeah. But uh, no, all jokes aside, uh, you know, it's all about numbers. We've been emphasizing about that. So uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. And uh yeah, I guess we're we're out with this one. Hopefully you guys got to your destination listening to this place. Listen to this place. This place. <laughs> I am Jay Suarez sitting across from Tony Montana. Lesser <laughs> <laughs> And that was episode seventeen. So when you die, remember the people that love you <laughs> will miss you. <laughs> 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 <laughs>